0: Hello, welcome to the BL Portfolio podcast coming from Business Line's in-house research team. At BL Research Bureau, we slice and dice stocks, mutual funds, insurance and other financial products as well as give you sound ideas to manage your money. I am Guru Mourthy, Chief Research Analyst at BL Portfolio. The Ukraine war has rattled the crude oil market. In the big story that was published on February 27th, we covered in detail the important factors that was at play we discussed how and why Russia is critical global crude oil supply, their role in OPEC+, Plus, how OPEC plus has been responding to higher oil prices, Europe's resilience on Russia for energy, how US-Iran deal could impact the oil supply, etc. If you have not read it so far, we recommend reading the story when you find time to get a good background. Since we published the big story, there have been quite a few developments. The prices rallied to record levels, U.S. sanctioned Russian oil. U.S.-Iran talks were suspended after reaching final stages. OPEC Plus in their recent meeting decided to increase production by 0.4 million barrels per day, that is 4 lakh barrels per day. Oil giants like Shell, British Petroleum pulled out of Russia. Several banks in Russia are kept out of the SWIFT network. To discuss the impact of these and to understand the volatile movements in crude oil over the last few weeks, we have our in-house commodities expert, Akil Nalamuthu. We will now get into the details. Hi, Akhil. Hi, Guru. The news of a potential oil ban by the US and Europe in the first week of March pushed the prices to a 14-year high. But subsequently... The prices have cooled off. Why is that? Uh,
1: see, the uh, Brent crude oil hit a high of $139.1. I mean, approximately $140 on March 7. But it was only uh, the US that came up with the sanctions. Whereas Europe announced that it would reduce their reliance on Russia, but not ban the uh, oil entirely. Remember that Europe depends on 30% of their oil imports from Russia, which is very significant. Here we are talking about a trade of about 4 million barrels per day. So it is quite obvious. Obvious that when europe talk about sanctioning russian oil it is going to drive the market crazy europe did not ban which uh, and that resulted in the rally limiting by itself also the hopes of talks between russia and ukraine resulted in the price dropping because there were some hopes that uh, the conflict will at least ease temporarily but that did not materialize of course Another factor that uh, helped in cooling of prices was Russia was still able to sell their oil despite lot of difficulties. Moreover, there was some profit booking at higher levels. All these factor factors dragged the price lower. The Brent crude after trading below $100 a uh, barrel briefly is now trading at around
0: $110. Okay. What about the US-Iran deal? Can it offer relief to oil markets and how likely is it and will it be material?
1: There has been volatility uh, in these talks. See, actually, the talks were progressing well, at least according to the officials involved. And it was said it has reached the final stages. However, Russia threw itself in the final stages, resulting in the suspension of talks. Russia, and OPEC Plus member, wanted assurances from the U.S. that Russia's trade with Iran, another OPEC Plus member, should not be impacted by the sanctions. But as we know, the U.S. has rejected this and this is believed to have created confusions in the talks which eventually resulted in the suspension. Iran is one of the biggest oil producers in the world and the successful deal could have meant easing global supply of crude. But let us have less hope on that. Uh, At least in the next few months, the deal is not expected to go through.
0: There was news that uh, leaders of Saudi and UAE were not picking up calls from the U.S. President Joe Biden. Are they resisting increasing output to coal prices?
1: Looks like it, yeah. The OPEC is being pursued by the West to increase their output for quite some time. However, in their recent meeting which was held in the first week of March, the group has decided to increase at the existing pace that, as you earlier mentioned, it stands at 4 lakh barrels per day. So, there seem to be no immediate relief in the supply side. Uh, Political reasons apart, the OPEC plus might be of the view that spike in price can be temporary and once Russia-Ukraine Uh, conflict starts to settle the price might see a significant correction so that could be the reason they reject the idea of increasing the output over and above to the level they are doing now and let's not forget that higher prices mean higher income for oil producing nations and who would want to cut that off
0: yeah right in your view how destabilizing can the sanctions on Russia be can nations that are willing to buy from Russia work around the sanctions the Russia
1: is actually struggling to find buyers even with a considerable discount in price. Even though Europe stopped short of banning Russian oil completely, oil giants like Shell and British Petroleum have pulled out from the country. Keeping several Russian banks out of the SWIFT network is complicating things, especially with respect to payments. SWIFT, to put it simply, is the global interbank network to carry out payment activities. So that means when Russian banks are out of the system, even if somebody goes and buys oil from Russia, it's going to be uh, uh, difficult with respect to the payments. So this has resulted in an issue with letters of credit and bank guarantees, which are to be issued to the sellers in Russia. As it stands, the only way seem to be open account terms and that means the buyer will pay after receiving the commodity and this places Russia at a disadvantage. Looks like India wants to capitalize on this as we are ready to buy from Russia at a discounted price. Some countries, yeah, looks like they are ready to um, buy in the op- open account terms and we are not sure of the volume that will go through these deals.
0: Now, what do you think is the likely path for the prices from here?
1: It is important to note that oil produced in Russia is anyway finding it difficult to reach the global market, impacting the overall supply. Uh, But on the other hand, with the economies recovering, uh, the demand might go up. So these two factors, I mean, uh, the Russia finding it difficult to supply their oil into the global market and demand recovery can keep the oil prices afloat and, and there might not be a significant drop in the coming month. So probably an increase in production by OPEC plus group and more output from U.S. can offset the supply deficit at least to some extent. So in the near term, the price might continue to fluctuate within 100 and 120 or $125 a barrel. Uh, maybe if Russia and Ukraine comes to terms with each other, the price could correct probably towards $80 a barrel. That is where it was trading before the conflict escalated. But still the volatility remains and the direction is not very clear as it stands.
0: And finally, how does look uh, technically the prices of crude oil on the charts? Technically
1: speaking, the trend is very bullish there is no doubt about that Uh, even after the recent uh, fall in price the bull trend is still valid given the current volatility it is really hard to give an outlook but i would say that the trend will uh, remain bullish so long as the price remains above the support of 86 so that i mean to say that um, as long as the price is above 86 the bulls have not uh, died and they might not give up so easily uh, but at the same time, on the upside, there are resistance at $120 and $130. And this leaves us with the possibility of a consolidation approximate range of $90 to $130, unless something significant happens with respect to geopolitical developments.
0: Thank you so much, Akhil. Thanks all from us folks. Thanks for tuning in.